Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Planet PDX podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Shannon Lee. She is uh, she does cannabis. She also does um, different entrepreneurial things. But we want to talk a lot about just her endeavor as a future podcaster. And I think that's really cool because we went into this with the desire to fully um, just embrace people that want to go into the journey of um, creativity. And I think a lot of times it can be super risky. It can also be super scary and all these kinds of funny things that we believe. But at the end of the day, like we are here to encourage support and to actually mobilize people to start something in the creative world. So welcome to the show, Shannon, and welcome to our first live uh, podcast. This is really cool. Not just a podcast, it's a video podcast. I know, it's <laughs> crazy. Separating from the rest, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, I'm excited. of course, it's been, a, it's been a while since we've caught up and talked. It's been years, so it's been really um, interesting just to see like how much life can change and a matter of time as well as like what um, new endeavors we're, we're constantly changing and like going into. Um, so last time we were talking, you were running a business um, and then um, you're doing like lifestyle with hammocks. And then now like all of your, like before the obviously pandemic happened, you, you had people that were like, you should start a podcast. You should, um, start in this kind of like way of what is it like the conversation you have or what or what kind of like how that like happened organically or yeah how that how that evolved yeah totally so it's like one of those things where something resonates deeply and you feel like you have words or you've had experiences or lessons or things that have happened in your life that you feel you could give to others and help them in their journeys as well. And so like, that's something that I've always felt internally, but I didn't really know like what it meant or what to do with it. Right. And so then I say I've been a rideshare driver for three years now. I started as part-time supplementing when I was working full-time as a medical assistant. Mm -hmm. So I was in healthcare and then eventually uh, I got into the world of cannabis. We can go talk about that later Um, and left healthcare altogether. And then really found in that, that my true passion is to help health and wellness and help others in that and in through my experience and what I've known has helped me. And so when I started thinking more along those routes, other opportunities started just popping up and showing up all the while still doing rideshare. So and why I keep bringing up rideshare is the fact that I can't even explain the number of passengers that I've had in my three years of driving that have either stopped a conversation or after the conversation, they're like, Shannon, you need a show. Shannon, (laughs) you need a podcast. Shannon, you need to be like speaking to people because you are dropping so much like, like open mind and uh, so many knowledge bombs, so much, just so much different perspective. Like I'm always looking for like, yeah, but you can do it this way. And like keeping things light and positive and like, like showing that you have a choice that you can do all of this. You just have to get past this. Mm. And so I think the real thing that made the light bulb go off for me is that I was here in Denver and I was picking up a passenger from like a steakhouse. He was going back to his hotel. He's definitely older and definitely, I would say successful. We weren't even talking about anything regarding my past, my journey, my visions, like nothing. And out of the blue, this guy goes, Hey, you need to turn off your ride chair for the rest of the night, go home, write out a business plan and go start an Uber podcast because you, and he, Oh, and then he said, and when I hit you up on Facebook, 
asking for tickets to your show in Las Vegas, you're going to remember this conversation. And he's like, and by the way, I am the million dollar idea guy. He was like, I come up with this stuff all the time. And I was like, let me just let you know (laughs) that this has been something I have thought about for forever. And the fact that you just like came out of the woodworks and said this when we weren't even on that topic, like kind of just let me know like, okay, I've got something here. I just need to get out of here and start making it happen. Yeah. So that's that's what I came about. That's so cool to see like more along the lines of someone like calling out your your gift you know like that doesn't really happen like in the world says like oh like uber rides like oh because i did ride share for a little bit as well before like the whole pandemic hit but like at that time it's like people are like i want to talk about what i'm doing or like my experience here in in portland or in denver or wherever it looks like and there's this kind of like conversations that come up that's like oh like where are you visiting from but like this guy that just like said you need to stop driving right now like and go back to your place and like let's let's have this conversation regarding about a podcast and like what i guess that's really interesting because like i i think that we as people that think about things and like process things internally or whatever it can be really um easy for us to be put in that kind of position or niche of like oh yeah you could do a podcast you'd be great and like but I think for you, you do you have a, a niche because you have a lot of experience and a lot of like different kinds of um, like knowledge. Like, you know, the, when we were working together in the past, like just marketing and running a business, it was like, wow, like this is crazy. We have so much knowledge before us, but the knowledge that we have, we don't want to just hold on to it. We want to like throw it out and like give it away. So I think a lot yeah. of times it can be so easy for people like, oh, you're so smart, but if we are only using our knowledge to, um, what's it called, just to have it, then it's really like pointless. And that's how we see, excuse me, that's how we see knowledge in our life. We see it as something that we can actually um, like put in application like right away. Cause we're like, hey, like we see this and we wanna like capitalize on this. And if we hear something or we like see something, we're like, let's do that. And like, or if we don't know how to do it, let's like actually just like figure it out, you know? I think that's really amazing just to have that kind of position or platform. And um, have you started a podcast? Have you jumped into the deep end with it? So I have not jumped into the deep end with it. It is, um, I feel like in a small sense, like I do use my social media as a, as an outlet to get messages out sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have a good reason as to why I haven't started it on myself. I really just don't. I think it's still a mental block here. It's like, I feel, I constantly feel like I'm missing that piece and I don't know what that piece is necessarily. Mm. So, and that's just the real raw truth. I just haven't crossed over that hump to start it. Yeah. So like, you're just kind of in this space of like, what can you talk about for so long? Or like, because you want to like give obviously like good quality content to. Right. I definitely like to provide value. You know, I am known, definitely known as knowledgeable in cannabis. Obviously I do sell CBD. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so much out there. There's so much good. There's so much bad. There's so much of of the unknown out there. And so I have been quite known as someone very knowledgeable in that aspect. So I know that that will be part of it. My thing is, is that I want to be able to talk about controversial things. Um, Right. And so, (laughs) you know, and it's like, how, how do you start that? How do you, do you just jump in and go, go to the wall controversy or do you (laughs) just like inch your way in and introduce who you are and what you're doing here? You know, there's all that that I haven't figured out. And I guess like I've been so focused on, my other endeavors um, that haven't, like I said, podcast is, it's always been there. It's always been this idea, but I guess my attention keeps being diverted into all the other avenues with music festivals being completely gone for 2020. It's like, okay, that was one stream of income that I not only really loved, but uh, you know, it was part of my lifestyle too. Yeah, so totally. it's, you know, shifting from that. And then, 
you know, uh, my business, as far as CBD goes, like we've completely opened that up to anybody being able to start their own business in that industry and have zero overhead. So that alone, being able to focus on that and explain what that means to people who literally just don't know, that's been, that's been very busy. Um, and yeah. And so, and then ride share, I'm not doing right now, obviously for the pandemic. So yeah, it's just like you said, we're having to restructure even, even not only us growing over the last couple of years on our own individually, but now we're having to like restructure things collectively as a planet because our whole world is rocked right now. So yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really a great thing that you said like before is like just the fact that, you know, there's things that we are really passionate about that, you know, we have to understand and be able to push into i think a lot of times in times like these that we've never ex- encountered before experience thank god we have encountered things like this in the past but they really stretch you and they like say like hey are you um actually loving what you're doing as a person or are you you know just doing these things just because you have to maintain something that isn't actually that doesn't really matter you know and like right. And I think a lot of times this has been a good stretch for people because they're like, well, I want to be busy because I really am not okay with myself. (laughs) I'm really not okay with like being still or like, because I have to go and go and go. But then in that stillness, they feel so uncomfortable. And I think talking about controversial things, I think that's a great thing we can talk about on this podcast. um, Just to like talk about like how people are afraid of who they are. Yeah. As well as they are afraid of the silence in their in their life because it can be so deafening or maybe so loud because like loud. there's so many voices mm-hmm. that are coming in that are not true or maybe they're, they're just unsure what are your thoughts yeah. on that during this time uh yeah no i completely vibe with that um you know this 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 thing that we're in right now this lifestyle that all of us have to be in this at home lifestyle, right. Is honestly the lifestyle that I have been building for the last two years. So me working (laughs) from home and me connecting with people virtually and me, you know, traveling to meet different people or them traveling here and meeting me like that, that, this is all things that I have literally been gearing for, for a couple, for, like I said, two years now, I think I was February, 2017 that I probably started on this journey. So Yeah. yeah, three years. Maybe it was 18, but anyways, (laughs) um, and that's just like you said, like, you think you nailed it. Like all this extra time at home, all this extra time with family, all this stillness that's going on. People don't know what to do with it because they they don't have the time to have this in their normal everyday life. If they're working the nine to five corporate life, in my experience, like there was no downtime, really. You're, you're getting up, you're go, getting ready for work. You're at work all day. You get off, you commute home, you're making dinner. If you have a family, you've got to attend to your family. Then you're squeezing in maybe a book read or something for yourself. And then you've got to go to sleep and do it all over again. And so having all of this extra time at home, I can see where it can drive people up the wall. Um, (laughs) (laughs) However, I guess that's, I'm very thankful um, Mm -hmm. for my journey and my endeavors because I think this time at home is all this stillness is beautiful. I think that being able to tend to your own personal needs and like restructure and refigure out like what is important in your day to day matter is huge. And maybe this is something that, a lot of people needed to see. I don't know. Um, but you know, you know, I'm a Christian and I'm, I'm total believer that God, God's got us. Like this is all in his plan. This is all exactly how it's unfolding, how it was meant to. And so for me, it's no sense in stressing about toilet paper, stressing about going to, you know, running out of supply. Like I just don't stress about any of that stuff because at the end of the day, like, I just know that there's solutions, I guess. I have that faith. I have that 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 hope that everything is gonna go back to normal. Yep. Um, and so yeah, I don't I'm not I don't stress about things that I see a lot of other people stressing and breaking down about. Um and 
maybe that comes with the fact that I have spent so much time on developing a self-awareness or, you know, spending time in prayer or meditation or yoga or nature or whatever it is that fills my cup up. Like, because I have been tending to that for the last few years, I feel like that's why I'm more okay with how things are now. Yeah. I think that's a really good, a good point because all we have right now in this time is literally hope. Like, I think you nailed it on the head. Like, hope is what we have to hold on to. That's what we have to, you know, look forward to. And, you know, the more that we are ambassadors of hope and change and, you know, trusting, like, obviously God has everything in control. Like, this is not new to him. This was actually, I, I believe, fully a repurposing, restructuring, and a realignment for people to understand, like, hey, like, this is actually what truly matters. The things that don't matter are like the money, the hustle, like running around and trying to do all these different things to exhaust yourself. But no, we're like, we're in this place now. Like, yeah, those things are great, but we can't put those things above, you know, above God, above our family, above the things that are actually right in front of our eyes that we're saying, we're doing all this for you. Like, and they're like, wait, I don't even see you. I don't even know, like. What you're, how you're doing or what you're feeling or how all these things that are actually truly like they, they have meaning, they matter and yeah. I think now we're at this point where like, yeah, people are excited they're like, man, I'm so excited to have dinner like to make dinner together, I'm so excited yeah. to like to get off work and spend time with my kids, I'm, I've seen a bajillion photos of kids and family on Instagram and on Facebook which is so great like, people yep. are actually, for the first time, they're like, man, I have a really amazing family. Man, I have a really amazing, you know, community around me. I have all these different things that I may have just been so busy that I, like, overlooked it. And, yep. you know, like, <laughs> and that's so I think sad. Ultimate, yeah, I think um, ultimately what I hope for at the end of this is I hope that people will come to this understanding or belief even that if they can turn their mindset maybe around and do things that pour into their cup, do things for themselves, literally, whether it's journaling or, you know, whatever new thing that just makes you feel so much joy. And when you experience that joy and then see that rub off onto someone else and they tell you, they come back to you and say, Hey, Steven, I just want to let you know, I saw how you were doing this last week and then it inspired me to go do this myself this week. And the feelings that I got from doing that, like those conversations that are happening with me, like, I just want to give an example. I'm new on TikTok. I'm an over 30 year old woman on TikTok. (laughs) Absolutely. And I... I grew up a dancer, right? I literally danced six days a week in my life as a child for forever. Mm-hmm. And I quit at a young, at, in high school because I wanted to be a normal high schooler. And it's something that bothered me for pretty much all my life. It bothered me so bad that I quit doing my number one passion, which is dancing. Wow. And so then came along TikTok and I've known about TikTok for forever. I have a little sister, but like, I have a little sister. I didn't think I belonged down there and I thought I was too old. And then all of a sudden I start seeing these choreographers on there that I have been following my whole life and they're all my age and they're on TikTok and they're doing choreo- choreography, like little snippets and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, I, this is it. This is it. I got to get on TikTok. <laughs> like I have there. to start dancing again. And yes. so I did it and I did it for me ultimately. Like, right. This is something that's very personal, deep down personal for me. And, but it's something that filled me up so much. And I cannot even kid you the amount of messages I have received from people that I had no idea would even be interested or even be looking at anything of mine on my own Facebook, reaching out to me and telling me how much happiness it brings or how inspired they are or how it's triggered them to want to start dancing again or want to go do that thing or this thing. And like that for me, that exchange is worth more than any amount of monetary money like that that to me is like where it's at like that fills the soul cup up here so at the end of all of this if people are doing those things where they're jumping into maybe passions they haven't touched in for forever yeah because of covid like that i think is a beautiful thing to happen from this 
Yeah. I like understanding we need that. Yeah. We, we do need that. And it's so, it's so impactful just to like see that because yeah, I did not know you on TikTok. So I'll think I've been like avoiding TikTok, like the freaking <laughs> plague right now because like I have Instagram and Twitter and all these like random things. I'm like, dude, I don't need another app on my, in my life to like throw me to my phone. You know? like, it's so, it's so addicting too. But like, <laughs> I don't know it. if you listen to Gary V, but oh, Gary yeah. V is all about some TikTok. And so oh, finally shoot. it just, it finally hit me and I was like, all right, Gary V, I'm going to listen to you. You're like, if Gary's so saying I'm gonna this, get I'm going to get in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so I tell, I told my little sister, I was like, guess what I did and told her. And she literally started making fun of me because I'm an over 30 year old, but but then after that, I literally start seeing nothing but over 30-year-old TikTokers all doing the same dances that I'm doing, all following the same choreographers and stuff. So I do not have no any shame about being on TikTok anymore. I'm, yeah, and, don't. And like I said, what it has unfolded has just been so beautiful on so many levels. So I'm very appreciative and thankful for COVID bringing this out of me. <laughs> <laughs> right? You wouldn't have time to like be able to, to dance on TikTok or those kinds of things and i think that's really cool just to see like what can come out of something like this like i think there's a lot of beauty that beauty that's going to come out of it and like the people i've been talking to in prior episodes have been just talking about there's going to be an eruption there's going to be like a straight up eruption that comes out of this and i'm so excited but i'm also like kind of nervous like to be very real because if you just think of it in this kind of context of if someone is contained for months on end and they're like, all right, here you go, freedom. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, like there's going to yeah. be an amazing eruption that comes out of it. But at the same time, it's going to look crazy and different. Because, I have such a perfect like analogy. For that. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is like, I'm just going to disclaimer this. This is no hate towards anything anybody at all all right but my parents live in louisville kentucky okay (laughs) i grew up in atlanta all right so like i was raised around concerts and music festivals Mm -hmm. and um just public events we'll say right um so in kentucky uh you've got like the kentucky derby and then you've got like the kentucky state fair oh and some like college sports that's the thing too um but that's it and so you have all these people that don't really come out and do anything in public right because there's not really a whole bunch unless you're going to bars and stuff and so all of a sudden you have all of these people come out of the woodworks and to the state fair all right. And then you've got alcohol involved. And yep. so you've got all these people who don't go out in public and drink in public. Now they're oh all boy. out in public drinking together in public. So <laughs> just imagine like what that possibly looks like. So as you're saying, everybody being on lockdown and then all of a sudden coming back out into the world. Yeah, it can, it can definitely be, uh, <laughs> be in, our, in, our, some in, in for some entertainment. Oh, yeah. We're going to be like just seeing the longest lines for things, which is great for businesses. I've, I'm excited to see like businesses like start to actually bloom and blossom and grow again. And maybe seeing people like for the first time, like fully um, like excited, excited about going to yeah. whatever it looks like restaurants mm-hmm. or whatever it means. I think we took we've taken so much so many things for granted in this. Yeah. Like prior to this that we were like. Oh, I guess I'll just go to here again. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds all right. Like, you know, all these kinds of things that that we were so um, spoiled with. Like, we just really yeah. s- saw how spoiled we are as people um, mm-hmm. prior to this. And then now we're like, we're like, I can't wait to go there. I can't wait to go to a park. I can't wait to go to the beach. I can't wait to go like on a drive and like get out of my car and actually I can't be. wait to have a campfire. Oh like can I just God. have a campfire? Like, <laughs> just like <laughs> I can go camping all day things. long, but I can't have a campfire right now apparently because of COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like what? I know. So you we were talking a little bit prior to this uh, going on, but like you were talking about your mentors and like the impact that they have had. Um, mm-hmm. so like I want you to talk a little more about that because 
I think being in a business kind of mentality and mindset, it can really be um, daunting for some people, but at the same time, it can, like, you honestly, like, experience the most amount of support and the most amount of love that you may never experience, like, in that kind of, like, culture of the nine-to-five or in the culture of even, like, your friendship because, like, they have to know, like, everything, like, money time all these kinds of things like how have your mentors shaped you in even like someone in your late 30s like not late 30s that's what i mean in like early 30s 30s. i'm turning 30 this year so no shade i promise (laughs) i'm joining you (laughs) i will get there (laughs) so like how have Um, your mentors like helped you in this time like even in your 30s and oh man i honestly (laughs) My, you know, I think most, a lot, I, I have a very supportive family for sure, but I have never had the level of support that I, in my endeavors, than I have had through my mentors. Mm. Um, and so having them, especially during this time, like, like support, mentorship, like all coaches, like all of that is so, in my opinion, very necessary, very real, very warranted. Like it is all good things to have them in your corner. And so like one of my, my mentors in the music festival industry, um, her way of keeping in touch with all of us is that she has been learning video editing and her way of learning that is by having us all submit a little clip of whatever theme for the week it is. And that's her way of checking in with all of her crew around the States. Cause we're all spread out. We all come from all over. And like I said, like the live events that's completely shot for the rest of 2020 so we are all literally just sitting at home as far as that stream of income goes and like okay like when when does that come back when do we do we get to go back to our fun work (laughs) you know the things that we love to put together um and so it's it's been nice having her do that because it you know makes you still feel part like part of the team and Mm -hmm. and we all care about each other so that's been nice um And then like in my cannabis industry, like my team there, oh my gosh, like, you know, the thing about entrepreneurship is that, you know, not just during COVID, but like at all, there's ups and downs through the whole thing. And, you know, nothing is consistent and nothing is ever the same, but that's also where we thrive. That's also what we thrive on. Like we, we like that. We like chasing that. Um, because in turn we have our freedom. We have the ability to call the shots on this, this or that. And, and, you know, if we work harder, we probably have a better return. You know, we have kind of control over that versus, you know, when I worked as a medical assistant, it didn't matter how much grit and teeth I put into it. I was making the same at the end of the day. And Mm -hmm. I was still having to ask for permission to take this personal day off because I'm just mentally checked out. And like, I've just driven so hard, but now I have to ask you, Hey, you know, I'm not sick enough to, I need to go to a doctor, but I need a day and you can't do that in the corporate world. Um, and so I love, I love (laughs) being able to do that. And when you have those down days, having that team, having those mentors, having that support is like where it really pays off because, we all get it. I think, I think that's why it pays off is like, we all get it. We all get the ups and downs. We all get that. The, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> and it's worth it. Yeah. And I think like being able to understand that you have your own capacity as people too. like, we have a capacity and like, I think in the corporate world, it can be really seen as something that is like, Oh, well you're here and I'm paying you to be here. So like, we expect you to, like be fully here no matter what. And I was super thankful to like have a job prior to this, like where I had the opportunity and I had like amazing leadership around me and all these different kinds of things. But like, I, it came to a point where I was like, Hey, like I really need to like take the next step. And I, and like, that's where it came in. Like, okay, I'm leaving my comfort, which was like super, it's super hard. But like at the end of the day, like, this whole situation actually pushed me further because, you know, I was like, Hey, I can really be comfortable in this situation where I can like just go and trust that, you know, what I'm doing is actually like, it has meaning, it has value. And like, and it, it, people love it. And and whether they say that or not say that, like, I know that 
the right tribe of people that are going to come around it are going to be like, dang, like this is what I was looking for. These are my people. Like creativity so and art is like yep. is exactly what I you know like I've been vibing with for so long, and I just needed a, a platform like Poema to come in and be like, yes, like these are my people, and like you know, because a lot of times like we can just feel so alone in in the day-to-day life and like man does anyone understand like what i'm doing or what i'm like actually pursuing or what i'm like having to endure and yep and most of the time they don't (laughs) they don't and like and then you like find that one place you're like wait these people actually sound like my head or they actually like understand what i'm saying and they're not being fake they're actually being real and i'm like wait this is real like this is not happening (laughs) this exists exactly and a lot of times there can just be this it's a it's a daunting world to like think of like you feel alone but then when you find those people that actually are going to propel you those leaders those mentors they're like hey like you are actually you're not alone first of all second of all like you have so much like potential i think a lot of times like we as people like we have a hard time calling out potential we have a hard time speaking out truth and like actually doing it out of a place of love instead of like you know what like your podcast really isn't that great or different kinds of things like that are true but they're not actually going to help someone you know if, if someone just kept on like slamming you and being like yeah like you just really need to stop doing this like you're not going to want to do anything like you have to have constructive actual a joy-filled criticism and a heart that says hey i'm for you and i actually want to like love you through this and like see you see you thrive and absolutely finding your tribe in that journey is like so crucial yeah so crucial (laughs) yeah it's huge um so i have to ask like what so other than like the content of the podcast like is that the only thing that's like holding you holding you back from from moving forward as a as a podcaster so i think like my number one block would be i do great when there is a tennis match in conversation like i have someone to bounce off of and talk with and stuff so like you're doing the interviews and things like that bringing people on but the moment that i have to think about talking about something just by myself and just to for this is why I struggle with doing go lives even on my own page because I'm great with writing down words and getting words out that way but the moment that it's just me and I'm not like in a interview or a conversation with someone yeah no matter how many dance videos I put out there on TikTok, believe it or not, this girl sweats and gets so nervous and like scared and clammed up and like like squirrel brain where I just I don't even know. And then word vomit happens. And so, you know, you hear about having the sticky notes and putting bullet points on there and stuff. And like, I hear that and I've done that, but I still get squirrel brain. I still get whatever. So it's, I don't know, maybe it's just some more personal development that I have to do. Um, But, you know, I do that every day, so it'll come. Yeah. And I think like just finding your voice is so huge. I think that's like something that you know, it's, it could be really hard at first because, yeah, I think it's easy to have dialogue and conversation. Like, I've only done one podcast solo because I know that I can word vomit forever. And, like, that's not going to be value. That's just going to be my brain on a platter and be like, cool, like, no one's listening to this. This is a waste of someone's time or whatever. <laughs> or maybe they like it. Maybe they like want to, like, just give me a call and be like, dude, keep on, keep on vomiting your words here. But, you know, I think it's understanding like something that you're truly uh, passionate about, whether it's um, cannabis or like music events. Like we, we vibed and like, we have definitely had this like amazing conversation before just about music and like EDM and how we just love just to go out and like have these amazing experiences and it's, like, sure, like, EDM gets a bad rap because of, like, all the stuff it's associated with, but at the end of the day, like, you find people that are not gonna, like, just get super trashed or whatever like that. You actually, like, can be like, dang, you guys are awesome. Like, let's talk. Let's hang out. And especially us as extroverted people or, like, 
we want to go and meet new people. Like, we're there, like, enjoying the music, but, like, we're just actually networking and finding our tribe as we're there. And it's just a ton of fun. Like, that's, like, the one thing that I cannot wait to get back into the world. I'm just like, yep, I cannot wait to go back into, like, society and be like, I want to meet that person. And I need to talk to this person or whatever it looks like. And those kinds of things we took for granted as well. But, you know... Just having that voice that you fully like can give value to and whatever it means. Like there's so many podcasts out there right now that so I'm, many. I'm surprised I even have listeners. Like that's how many podcasts there are because there's there's been over 7,000 that have come out of this two-month period. Brand new ones. Yeah, 7,000 podcasts have started in two months. Like that's that is insane. <laughs> so like if you think about that in true retrospect, like if that happened in two months, what can happen in like another two months? Fourteen thousand or more? Like you don't need to have this crazy fancy equipment. You just really need right. a phone and you know, yep. to be able to know how to use some kind of recording thing and then boom, you know, it's up there. But like I think it can be intimidating for so many people to be like, okay, well, what do I talk about? And people are going to listen to me like, dude, honestly, like, don't be discouraged if so no one listens to your podcast because they're just scrolling through, like, the millions of other podcasts that are out there right now. And I think that's a really good, like, word of advice for, for people as well. Um, do you? Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what Poema, like, is? Like, as a space, like, what our heart and our vision is behind it? Bringing together those creative minds, right? And giving a space and platform for that. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so it's more than minds. Um, So we're actually wanting to create a physical space um in portland and we want to have it be utilized for people that are in videography audio podcasting um and photography i always forget photography for some reason sorry all photographers out there um but like having that space where people can come in and they can actually physically utilize it and they can for the first time, like maybe feel empowered or encouraged to create music because as you know, and as other people know that music is so expensive to make um, video. Oh my gosh. Like that's insane to like make good quality video. Maybe the cheapest one, not to like short, like short shoot. Anyone would probably be podcasting or vi- photography, but like you still have like the time and like all the skills necessary with that to like make it quality to get the great equipment or whatever it looks like. But you know, a lot of times it can be so daunting for people to be like, yep. Okay. Like this looks really scary and I am an artist, but like, where do I go? Cause you go to school, I went to school for it. And you know, and then I went like, cool. Thank you God that I have people that are around that are around me that know what they're doing in the industry but there's so many people that don't have the opportunity they're like cool i have a degree and now i'm going to go work at starbucks because i don't know what the heck i'm doing you know and that's like the sad reality of it that people would rather just get a degree degree and then like go chase something completely different Yeah, it's, I think it all ties back to fear, you know, I think that fear at some point takes over and you've got to go the safe route or the consistent route or the structured route or, um, all the little quotes, I love it. (laughs) So Benefits, we need benefits. No, um, I have a very different outlook on all of that. And I don't know if it's something that I've always felt. I, I feel like a part of me, that is the case. I've always felt a certain type of way towards it. And even so, like I went that route, I went towards that route. I had the job security. I had the consistent paycheck. I had the benefits. I had the career, I had all of that. Um, and how, all I can say is the moment that I made the decision to 
do something so completely uncomfortable and walk away from all of that, not really knowing if what I was going to chase was going to take off at all in any way, shape or form, even if it were a dollar, like I didn't know. But the moment that I made that choice to listen to me and what I felt internally instead of all the outside stuff was the moment that I got invited to work music festivals, which was something that I had been a passion of mine for always. I've always wanted to be behind the scenes, but I took the healthcare route. So yep. at 30 years old, what was, I didn't have confidence at that time to make a career change and take a different path because I didn't go to school for music industry. I didn't go to school for, for production. I didn't go to school for anything involving any of that. I went the healthcare route. So there was a lot of doubt, but the moment I made that decision to walk away from healthcare and chase what I really wanted boom, all of these other doors and opportunities started just showing up and happening. And that was that moment that I was like, okay, everything that I learn in here in church, everything that I read in the, like everything is all it like, it just opened my eyes in that moment because it was like, you listened, you, you followed, you listened, you heard something, you listened and you took action. And then from there, so much other things just have happened since then. So that's why I'm so passionate on having that awareness and having that relationship and having that connection and like just really tuning in to you, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I think what you just said was perfect. Like literally so good because I don't think as... Christians as believers in Jesus like Jesus is like so I want you guys just to go and you know do what everyone else does and you know like you said like that space where you're like hey like the Bible and all of my faith is actually making sense for the first time in a long time because probably like in that moment before you're like okay like I'm taking this step of faith like I'm going in this route when you like first encountered God and like all these different things but then you're like okay like I've known Jesus like I, he's amazing and, like I can fully understand who he is like even though we'll never do that on this side of heaven but like we can understand more so but then there comes this place where you just feel like this tugging on your heart like hey like you need to like actually trust me more and like not just say like that you love me and then be like okay, I want to keep on going my own route, God, you know? And I think that's where people can feel the tension because our culture has been so great at making the American dream so appealing. It's, for me, it makes me want to throw up. Like, it's so bad. Like, it's just like, bleh. it's so disturbing, disgusting that that's what we have to me the american dream is the pyramid scheme (laughs) (laughs) yeah mic drop yeah it's very true like they just have done a really good job at masking at masking it because they throw a lot of things in your way and like sure you get consistency and like pay structure and you get benefits like after what 90 days of working somewhere and you get all these like quote unquote things, but because it's a benefit to have good health, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I love this conversation right now. This is so great. <laughs> um, so, like within within that kind of structure, the, they start to strip you away from your true self because they're like, well. We want you here at this time. We want you to do this, look like this. You know, the robot right now is perfect. I'm glad we're live because people are watching that robot action happen right now. And yeah, I think that's a really um, engaging way for people to be like, yep, this is this is it. And looking around their, their life, their walls and being like, cool. Like, I guess I've arrived. And I never want to arrive. Like, I think that's what it comes down to. Like, I never want to arrive. If I'm, like, at this point where I hit a wall, I'm like, okay, well, obviously, like, God's calling me somewhere else. Like, and God's, like, moving me in a different way. And 
I want you to talk a little bit more about the pre-jump. Like, talk about, like, what what were all the things that you were, like, hearing in your head before you jumped into this business and before you were, like, okay, like, I guess this is what I have to do. Like, talk about that for a little bit, Shannon. Um, I guess it's kind of easy. I mean... I, I grew up in the South. And so, I mean, I, I, I love all everywhere, right? I love the world, but mm-hmm. I, where, where I was raised, I just knew that is not, that wasn't my way of thinking necessarily. Like I'm just, I've always been an explorer. I've always wanted to see what's beyond. I've always wanted to, like you said, I don't want to ever want to say, Oh, this is like arrive. Like, Oh, that, that's everything. Like, I feel like there's always something to learn or something to explore or, um, you know, I, I, I am a dancer, so I do have a creative side to me. And, and, and going back on like talking about the nine to five and stuff, like, like having that is completely warranted. Like some people thrive in that kind of lifestyle. And like, so I totally commend and praise them. I'm just a little too, whatever. I don't thrive in that lifestyle. I'm, I'm, I like to be creative. I don't know. I, I like to just have an ever, changing environment and so that's what I chase um and but like I said it that corporate lifestyle is totally necessary we need it it's it's worth it it works but there are many systems out there that also work and so I think I get so um I don't know if offended is the right word or whatever but when people want to push on to me that that lifestyle is the only successful lifestyle that's where I combat that I'm like no I I completely disagree and then you've got people that want to yell at me or argue me because I am a networker and so some people apparently that's a really bad thing and I just I don't see the bad. I don't. Um, I see the the way that I've helped people. I see the way that I've done a lot of things. I've I've accomplished a lot of things. So um, the hate that's out there around networking it's 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 bizarre. Um, but I think I think going back to like we first started this conversation, there was always a small part of me that felt like something inside me, like. I have value to give to people and I can't do that working in four walls in in a structured time frame for a set amount of money that I can cap out at eventually. I like none of that vibed with me. None of that, like having the benefits and the PTO and, and the like none of that registered with me because having all of that still made me feel extremely empty inside. So while I was helping people, which is a passion in a healthcare setting, I was helping people. I was helping people in the wrong way. Um, and, and for me, for, for me, for Shannon Lee, for me personally, <laughs> yeah. I was helping people in the wrong way. And um, so I think that all of the outside influence um, from growing up in the South and Georgia and Kentucky, um, I think a large part of that probably had to do with why I went the healthcare route. I wanted the job security. I wanted the safety because all of that was being instilled into me. All of that was being pushed on to me. Like if you don't have these things, then you're not going to be set up for life. If you don't have these things, then you're not successful. If you, you know, like, I'm going to worry about you or this, this or that. And, and so I went that route to make everybody else feel comfortable that they, I was going to be okay. Should they not be around or whatever. And, again, at the end of the day, like, yes, I was this very successful medical assistant. I got praise every day for my injections and drawing blood and getting and doing all the things that I needed to do. Like I I literally got praised every day for sticking people with a needle. I still don't really understand that, but, um, (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I knew I was, I was missing out on something and I don't think I would have necessarily figured out what that thing was. Had I not pulled the trigger and just jumped my own and taken my own leap, like who knows, who knows what that journey would have looked like. Have I stayed down that path? But all I know is that it's been a beautiful path since I did come out of my comfort zone and yeah. definitely no regrets. And is it all easy? Absolutely not. Is there, like I said, I've already talked about, there's always going to be ups and downs and that's why the mentorship and the support and all of that is crucial. Um, 
you know, I help lead a team now. I, um, I host a segment within our team that helps newbies come in and understand what network marketing looks like and, and what it entails. And to know, like, it takes work (laughs) and like, it's not just like, it's not just like physical work on a computer. It takes like internal work. It takes so much personal development, like, and it takes time. And so I think that's a large reason why another, we get bad names as networkers is because so many people from back in the day got this misconception that pyramid schemes and, and it's all fake and there's no real product and you're just pushing sales and this. And I'm like, man, if you really knew what it was about, like, I don't think that you'd be saying those same things, but you can't force that on anybody either. Like those, this all realizations that you have to come to on your own by taking your own leaps in life. Yeah. So until you have those emotional encounters for yourself, someone else telling you these stories is never going to click. They have to have that emotional response within them on their own account. They can hear me all day, but until they experience it, they'll never understand. Dude, I think I, I think I found what you're supposed to be talking about on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just tapped into it because you see, you see, this is what happens when I get in my ride chair conversations. (laughs) This was it right here. I think we just like uncovered what you need to do a podcast on because you were just spitting fire for a good yeah. two to three minutes. And that was amazing. <laughs> like, imagine that, that value they can give. And even yeah. with other business owners or other people that are in that worldview of, okay, like, what does it look like to take the leap? Like, maybe you should have a podcast called, like, like the First Step Podcast. Or like, I don't know. Like, whatever it looks like. Just well, like, I have the name already. Perfect. It's between between the trees. Come on, we gotta keep it involving the hammies. Yes. Between the trees. Between the trees podcast. Yes. And I think that's like that's really good. Actually, now I'm thinking about it for a couple minutes. But um, life in a hammy between the trees. I know. So like you're 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 just like ushering people between the trees and out of like the woodwork of like the forest. You're like, hey, like this is where you need to go. If like this is what you're truly passionate about, I think a lot of times like people can misconstrue or misunderstand what we're saying when we're talking about the nine to five corporate life. Like, no, it's it's great. I think it's really amazing that people have created a structure, they build a business, they have these things, they can do these kinds of like awesome avenues. And at the end of the day, like I think we have to understand that, you know, like we as people are also like called to start and to like actually take into consideration our own our own creativity and to not be afraid of it and to embrace it like the work that you do on your within yourself and within your uh either mental spiritual physical like financial state like when you look at those things and you actually like start to monetize like hey like am i really going like in the right direction right now like am i really like pursuing my dream like or like god's dream for me or am i just like helping someone else like pursue their dream you know and a lot of times like that's where it can get really like cluttered and we as people can really um wrestle we can wrestle within that because we're like oh like but the things are so great like but the comfortability the consistency is so great all these different things that we as a culture have like deemed worthy and i think that's where we are saying like no pull the plug like the things that are worthy are the things that we have right now in this pandemic to bring it full circle like these are the things that we work for our families like to be able to glorify the lord and to be our our best full self um, you ever have that family member that's like kind of the black sheep of the family member oh yeah like someone else might say oh well I'm just glad they're just following what God says or following where God's leading them or something like for the first time ever. Like I kind of understand what that means. Like on the flip side, like if I am being viewed as that, like I am, I do feel like I'm listening and being led by what I'm called to. So I don't like before where some people kind of look at that as like, 
oh, they're just not successful. They're not doing anything. <laughs> like, actually, like, they probably are the ones following their calling. <laughs> like, they probably yeah. are the ones listening and not listening to society and following the things that they don't resonate with them. Yeah. And so I think we're, like, more than just black sheep. We're probably, like, like rainbow road sheep. Like, we're, like... Or like I definitely definitely rainbow. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different things that like are going on, and like I get that all the time. Like, so how are you doing, Stephen? Like, I hope that you're like doing well. I'm like, oh, I'm doing great. Like, and they're like, well, like when it comes to like your like financial, I'm like, no, awesome. Like, and it's just like they just don't. It's hard for them to comprehend or to like get their mind around it because of the fact that it looks so different than what they were raised with. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's like everything in life is a preference. Like, and if we like, and that's really hard to think about it too. Go for it. No, it's really hard to what? It's really hard for people to think in that kind of mentality because like they, we're all built in this structure. And I think if we actually, um, just allowed ourselves to lean away from like the structure of whatever, then we actually will have a full understanding of what God called us to do. Like Jesus was like the most radical person in the world. And like he was the mis he was the most misunderstood person hands down in history. So like if we're like wanting to imitate Christ we should be looking like a bunch of crazy people that are like doing some amazing things for him. And that the world's like, wait, why are they so joyful? Why are they so alive? Like, what? They're like not doing anything that the world's singing to do. And I had a conversation really quick with the guy, and he was like, yeah, I dropped out of high school at freaking <laughs> freshman year. He's like, yep, yeah, I'm just not doing this anymore. And I was like, wait, what? And it was really cool to hear his perspective because he's like, yeah, it just wasn't for me. Like, I didn't like math and I didn't like anything but art so i just dropped out and i just started to, to go intern as a guy in a studio at 13 years old and i was like dude freaking power to you like and people were looking at him like he was crazy they're about self-awareness yeah he was like yeah everyone in my whole entire family all my friends were like dude this guy is so nuts but now he's working with john mayer he's working with john butler he was able to do stuff with eric clapton and now he's like a really amazing artist and like this will be released later on guys so this is a little intro to a podcast later on um but you know like that's incredible just to see someone's awareness to see someone's like joy actually fully be um like put into flame and, and into action and they're, and they're chasing after it because i think we have said okay like we used to have all these different things just so we can like look a certain way but this guy was so misunderstood and now he's like living his best life and like has studios and has the, met his heroes and been like man like i would not trade that for anything like i would not go back in history because you know i had all these amazing things that pushed me to be a better human to be a better father to be a better you know husband all these different kinds of like areas where he was like, yeah, if I, if I was to go the main, the normal route, I would probably be just boring. <laughs> Unfulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that for sure. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So that'll be coming out here soon, but we like to end our podcast. We've been going for almost an hour. So like, whoo, man, it doesn't even feel like that. Cause it's just been such a great conversation and, like, I really hope that people are resonating with it and they're feeling challenged as well. But what's, we've, you've dropped so much knowledge and advice in this, but like, what would you tell someone that is about to take the leap other than just saying, just do it? Like, what kind of advice would you tell someone that is like, kind of in that like, oh, I don't know, or I don't like... What does it look the like? Limbo. Yeah, the limbo kind of phase. Like, what kind of advice would you give to them to help encourage them to do something like that? Um, I think one of the good um, points that I've heard multiple times before is if this is something 
you know, whatever idea or vision or something that has been popping into your brain more than once. And this is something that you think about consistently, or this is something that you miss, like maybe you used to do it and you haven't done it in a long time and something's been holding you back and, and you really want to. And if you could just like wake up all the time and like at some point in your day, you think about that thing, it's pretty much a good sign that you should really start thinking about that thing. And 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 write it down, put it somewhere, put it in a journal, like get, get it out of your head and on and paper and tell somebody else about it. Tell a friend, tell a mentor, maybe not a family member, (laughs) 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 you know, someone who is actually going to listen to you. And, you know, some people have a problem with just listening because they're always looking for solutions, which are great. We always need solutions to things, but sometimes people just need someone to listen. And so just getting it out of your own head, I think is a, is a great first step. Um, but again, like knowing when to do that is, is like I said, if it's something that you think about on a consistent basis, like that's a good sign that you need to chase that. Ooh, yeah. Shoot. I'm just going to sit with that for a couple minutes before I say anything. So I think people need to hear that. All right. Moment of silence is over for that piece of wisdom, (laughs) that knowledge I was just dropped. (laughs) Um, I think you nailed it on the head. Like I think a lot of times we can overcomplicate it to the point where it's so big, this like monstrous mountain. And we're like, wait. And then it seems unachievable. Yeah, exactly. And then we don't understand that we're not saying to eat the whole burrito in one bite. Like we're saying like actually like fully take the first bite, take the first step ask a bajillion questions like be curious because being curious and having curiosity is going to be the best thing for you as a entrepreneur as a creative because people want to see that you actually are humble i think that's a place right there for humility to 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 breach is with curiosity because if you're like a little puppy in a little like story like okay i don't know what anything is but like i just want to know everything i want to like learn and who can I go to to learn all those things? Oh, you and you and you and you and even myself. Like I can like do my own self work and understand like that I have value. And I think that's the the first step for anyone is just to be curious and to like you know to understand that it's okay to ask questions. questions? Let that imagination <laughs> run wild. Yeah. Let it run wild. We didn't have to stop being imaginative just because we're adults. Dude, I know. If anyone loves Disney, they should watch Disney Imagineering because watching Walt Disney be who he is is like the most inspiring thing for me because like he ran with the little mouse <laughs> and then now he's like now he created like a world and like he created this whole entire thing which is imagining and like understanding that life is life is all about the creativity it's all about the play like even though my enneagram is seven like i'm all about the play and the excitement but like it's true like if we don't fully embrace the play in our own life we're gonna be robotic we're gonna be so bored and miserable so like we have to understand that playing and working they go hand in hand and if we can do both in the same way why not (laughs) so shannon as we wrap up here man it's been so good and i think yeah we have to have you back on because if we're not going to do a podcast we'll have you back on our podcast just to you know jump in and have another conversation to see what happens and see if you are going to uh just take the first bite of podcasting. <laughs> I, I know I will. I have no doubt in that. Uh, it's just a matter of when. Yeah, totally. I, I didn't say that to condescend you at all, but like, yeah, we have to have you back on here. Thank you so much for your time. And yeah, like any last words you have to say before we let you go? No, I just hope that everybody out there, you know, keep your head up, keep your chin up, use this time, especially now, 
that we're in this crazy era that nobody in the world has ever been in before. Um, don't let it be a negative thing, you know, turn it into a positive because there's so many opportunity for that. And if you can find the positives in the negative, then more positive will come. And yeah, um, it's, it's just really just having the humility to take personal development serious and knowing that it's worth it. And you can totally come out of this whole thing a completely different person when this is all said and done, if you just start listening. And like you said before, knowledge, we can take in all the knowledge in the world, but until you implement something, it's just useless knowledge. Mm -hmm. So whenever, you know, there's so much, like you said, we can learn in so many ways, YouTube, Google, there's trainings, there's so much out there. There's so much knowledge out there. Yeah. But you have to, you have to take that thing, that thing that really hit here, that resonated. You're like, Ooh, I got goosebumps. I I vibe with that. Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing that you need to implement into your life. Like that's the thing that you need to go do and just see what happens. Boom. You guys heard it here. And should we start your podcast soon? Because, man, <laughs> people can just love, just like, I just see, like, people are loving to hear you. They're, like, watching and all this stuff. And if you guys would just mind to share some, share some love and, you know, encourage yeah. Shannon along the way as she this starts her. This may have been the leap that between, I needed. <laughs> between the Trees podcast, whenever that launches, we'll make a big shout out on our uh, Instagram and our um, Facebook. But how can people connect with you? Um do you have like yeah. Instagram, Facebook, all the things? Yep, I'm um, pretty much on all social platforms as Life and a Hammy. Um, it's there on the screen at Life and a Hammy. Um, you can pretty much find me anywhere with that tag. Um, otherwise, Shannon Lee. And yeah, I love to connect with everybody. If you're interested in CBD, even if it's just a, for an educational purpose, like I am your person. Um, so yeah, definitely hit me up. Perfect. And then is it Hammy as in H-A-M-M-I-E or H-A-M-M? H-A-M-M-I-E. Perfect. Yep. Life in a Hammy. Life in a Hammy. All about the Hammy time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Bring up the shotguns. (laughs) And soon we're going to be between the trees.